I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, August 17th. I hope you're having a good day. And uh, we are honored to have you on the radio, 95.9 FM. And those who are listening today on the radio app and those on our podcast, we welcome you. And those joining us by way of Facebook and those watching on YouTube, we welcome you also. And we're glad to have you. Hope you're having a good day. Another what I would call perfect day. It's just the weather is incredible this morning. I was, uh, of course, came over to the church early and then went back, took my girls to school and spent some time at the school this morning. We had our school chapels and it was just beautiful out. And uh, we had a great start to the day. We had our uh, Christian school, Victory Christian Academy chapel services this morning. We had the uh, elementary chapel and then we do middle school and high school together and uh, we had a great time it was just a good morning god's been so good to us and uh, we're off to a great start for the school year and i hope you continue to be in prayer for that we're looking forward to a great service tonight uh, we have our wednesday night prayer meeting and bible study at seven o'clock we're in the book of revelation we're going through a series on the book of revelation uh, we'll have our uh, master clubs starting tonight i'm excited about that and then our teens on target, they'll be meeting tonight, and it'll be a great service. Hope you plan to join us. If you do not have a church that you attend, uh, we'd love to have you come and join us here at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If uh, Victory is your church, then we'd love to see it tonight. Hope you won't miss uh, the service. Wednesday nights are such a blessing uh, to get to be together with God's people. I tell you, I love church. I'm glad I, we have Sunday morning. We have two services. We have Sunday school, uh, 8.45, 11 o'clock. Sunday school's at 10 in the middle. We have Sunday evening, 6 o'clock, and then Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. And I thank the Lord for our church. Thank the Lord for our church family and the faithfulness of God's people. A happy birthday today to Reed Insco. Reed is one today, and so a happy birthday uh, to Reed, and then a happy birthday to Yasmin Manley, and happy birthday to Caitlin Pierce, and Barbara Taylor, and Ruth Wester. Happy birthday to all of you today. I hope you have a wonderful day, and then a happy anniversary to Jimmy and Lois Rowell. Today is their 60th anniversary, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Well, let's pray for our church, pray for our school, pray for our missionaries. Uh, let's pray for one another, and let's pray for God to do something uh, uh, special and something significant in all of our hearts and lives today. Uh, pray that God will speak to your heart from the radio broadcast today. Pray that there will be something uh, that will be said that will be a help to you. Here's a great song. Uh, it's called The Bottom of the Barrel. And uh, you say, well, what happens at the bottom of the barrel? Well, sometimes good things happen because you get to the bottom of the barrel and you have to look up and you realize that your help and my help is from the Lord. But uh, here's a great song by this quartet. hope you'll enjoy the song. And then right after the song, we will get into our Bible study in Psalm 127. Story is told by a prophet of old about a 
lost her will to go on. She began to prepare their last meal with despair, feeling sorry for herself and her son. When suddenly, without warning, there appeared in her morning a prophet whose instructions changed her life. She prepared his meal first, let her face share the worst she'd experienced, a miracle just in time. For when your barrel is empty, God sends an Elijah. When the oil runs dry, he just started his plan. Just go to the door. Throw open your covers, stand back and let the miracles begin. What once was dry now is overflowing and the barrel is full once again. Now if you're like this lady and you've given up on life, I have some advice just for you. Our God is still in the miracle business, and He knows your situation is quite blue. So when you feel your faith scrape the bottom of your barrel, there seems no reason to press on. It's then God's storehouse of supply breaks open from on high, and your barrel's overflowing once again. When your barrel is God will send an Elijah when the oil runs dry. He just started his plan. Just go to the door, throw open your cupboards, stand back and let the miracles sink in. What once was dry now is overflowing and the barrel is full once again. What once was dry now is overflowing and the barrel Amen for that. I hope that maybe you're listening today and maybe you felt like you were kind of running on empty. Well, I'm glad that God can give us a, a filling and I'm glad God can give us a blessing and I'm glad that we can have joy and we can have a victory in Jesus every, every day. And uh, maybe you started the broadcast. Maybe you were a little discouraged. Hope you're encouraged already. I hope that song was a blessing to you. Let's look at Psalm 127. It says in verse 1, Accept the Lord, build the house. They labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Verse 3, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows, here it is, we're talking about now uh, children. The first part of the psalm, we're talking about having God in your building and having God in protecting you and, and, and God uh, uh, taking care of you. Well, now we're talking about children and we're talking about how that God has given us children and it makes the comparison, children uh, are as arrows in the hand of a mighty man. So are children of the youth. Uh, we talked about the importance of having Christ in your life and accept the Lord build the house. Well, let's talk a little bit about the children today. We started on that yesterday. But you know, something amazing about arrows is that arrows are not formed by accident. 
Um, I've picked up a lot of tree branches in my lifetime. I've never found one that was all already perfectly straight and already had the pointed tip. You know, it was just ready to be put in the bow. Uh, no, arrows have to be formed. Uh, arrows uh, must be shaped. And you know, children are like that. If your child, if, if, you're, if you have just let your child be uh, shaped by the world or shaped by the television or shaped by YouTube or shaped by their friends, that's not going to be a good ending. You as a parent, I as a parent, we must shape our children. The Bible says to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he'll not depart from it. We need to uh, be forming the lives of our children and shaping uh, the lives of our children. You say, well, I don't believe we ought to brainwash our children. I think we should let them choose for themselves. Well, I'll tell you this. If you don't shape them and if you don't train them, somebody else will. And you're going to have to decide. You want your children, you want them to be, uh, to be trained and instructed in the Word of God? Or do you want them to be trained and instructed in the philosophy of the world? I know which one I want. I want my children to be trained and to be, be directed in the way of the Lord. That's where blessing comes from. Remember Psalm 1? Uh, Blessed is the man that uh, walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. There, there's a blessing, there's prosperity for those who will follow the word of God. It goes on to say in Psalm 1, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. I don't want my children to be like the chaff that is blown, blown about by the wind because of their ungodliness. I want my children to be planted like a tree by the rivers of water. I want my children to, to be able to accomplish something for God and to succeed and to be prosperous for God. So we see that children are arrows. Youth is so important. Uh, a youth is so important because there is so much potential. Most people, and this is not true of every person, I understand, but most people that are saved, they got saved in their youth. Now, I know there are exceptions to that, but I've tried it many times in services. I've asked uh, for a show of hands, how many of you got saved before the age of 18? And there's the majority of the hands. Uh, how many got saved before the age of 12? And again, there's the majority of the hands. And then you ask this question, how many got saved after the age of 65? Very few hands. How many got saved after the age of 40? Very few hands. Uh, youth is so important. Most decisions that are made for God are made in the youth. I think of Sunday school, that's why it's so important. We are teens on target. That's what we have in our, our, our church. Well, you know what that target is? Uh, that is a target for arrows. And uh, the Brother Nathan and Miss Grace, when they came, I loved how they designed the youth room with a lot of arrows and targets and all that. That's what young people ought to be. I think about teen camp. So many great decisions have been made for God at a teen camp or at a youth conference. You say, well, I don't think all those decisions will stick that are made at a, well, maybe not. I, I, as a matter of fact, it doesn't matter where you make them. Not every decision is going to stick, but a lot of them do. And I'd rather children make decisions for God than not make them. I'd rather children at least try and, and young people at least say, hey, I want to serve God than to say, no, I want to go out and serve the devil and live for the world. I was called to preach. I was 15 years old. I was called to preach at a youth conference in California. I lived in Illinois. 
Uh, but my youth pastor and his wife, they took a group of us to a youth conference. And I'm so glad I went to that youth conference. It was at that youth conference where I surrendered my life to preach the gospel. And here I am now, uh, all these years later, that was 1994. Here we are in, in uh, 2022 and, and God has called me to preach and I'm preaching the gospel and it's a privilege that God would use me. It's a privilege that God would allow me to preach. But that decision was made when I was in my youth. Can I tell you, youth is so important. There was a study done at Brown University years ago and what they found is that most of the habits in children are formed by the age of nine. Most of the habits, not all, but most of the habits are formed by the age of nine. Eating habits are developed in children often between the ages of one and two. Boy, that's scary. The eating habits are, are, are formed between age one and two. Financial habits, you say, oh, I bet that's 18 or 20. No, 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 financial habits are formed in children by the age of seven. Wow. Now, I'll be honest, this is an area where I have not done a lot. Uh, I'm thankful my wife has worked with our children already and she teaches them about savings and about spending. And you know what else she teaches them? Every time that you get money, and I mean, I, I talk about it, but she's the one that has really implemented it and, 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 and instructed. Every time you get money, whether you're a child or an adult, the Bible tells us that the tithe, the tenth of it, the 10% belongs to God. The tithe is the Lord's. And my wife has instructed our children, say, hey, when you get something, money for your birthday, or you get money for a job that you do, or you get money, however you get it, you find a dollar or whatever, then you, you tithe from that money. Uh, we here at our church, we do a lot of online giving, and I think it's great. It's been a huge blessing. I tell you, we did it before COVID ever started, but it has been a great blessing and I love it. I, that's, what, that's what I do. Every month, I got my statement the other day. Some of you probably got your statement by way of email for uh, January through June, but every month, uh, actually it's, it's twice a month, um, I give the tithe. What, say, what's the tithe? It's 10% of my income. 10% of my gross income uh, is the tithe. Then uh, I give to missions. And my wife and I, we give to missions every paycheck. Um, and then we give to the building fund. You say, well, you're not even building anything. Well, no, but we will, and, and we need to. And so there's a building fund. Uh, there's the bus ministry. We give every, uh, twice, twice a month, we give uh, money to our bus ministry. Uh, and then the last one now is the school, the Christian school, Victory Christian Academy. And we give, I'm not talking about tuition, I'm not talking about uh, payments to the school, I'm talking about giving through the church for the ministry of Victory Christian Academy. We do that online. And uh, if you don't, don't do it online, that's fine. You do it however you want. But here's what I'm saying. If we're not careful, our children will never see us giving. Uh, our children, well, we give for a love offering or we'll give for a special offering or whatever, but most of our giving is done uh, online. So we've got to, on purpose, we've got to instruct our children uh, on the importance of giving. Uh, children should be taught at an early age to give, to tithe. They ought to be taught the importance of giving back to God. You see, children, the Bible says, they are an heritage of the Lord. Children should be a blessing, not a burden. Uh, a hunter or a mighty man doesn't say, oh man, look at this arrow. I got to deal with this arrow. What a waste. Oh, what am I going to do with this? No, no, no. Uh, a hunter uses that arrow to accomplish something. 
a hunter looks at that arrow and says, this arrow has the potential to do great things. Now, we think of it with hunting, but can I tell you, in Bible days, uh, an arrow was not just used for hunting. An arrow was used for protection. An arrow was used in battle. An arrow could be used for victory. An arrow could save your life. And so we see that children are arrows. One, we said this, they must be shaped. Children must be shaped. Let, let God shape your children. Let God shape you so that you can influence and you can direct and you can be the parent that you need to be. Let God shape you. Don't let Hollywood shape you. Don't let your peers, don't let just, you know, uh, the neighbors or the coworkers, whoever they may be. No, no, no. Let God shape your life. The Bible says, and be not conformed or shaped to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And then preparation. You know, a hunter, a mighty man, he prepares the arrow. He doesn't shape it, but he prepares that arrow. When we have children that need to be prepared for life. We have children that need to be prepared. And you say, well, I'm sending them to school or I'm sending them to Sunday school. Well, good, I'm glad you're sending them to school. I'm wonderful. I'm glad you're sending them to Sunday school. Great, you need to. But that doesn't uh, mean that we have no responsibility. As parents, we are, first and foremost, we are responsible for the preparation of our children. We're responsible to teach them about God. We're responsible to teach them about creation. We're responsible to teach them about the Bible and about prayer. We're responsible to teach them about gender. We're responsible to teach them about purity and to teach them about marriage and to teach them about values and to teach them what is right and wrong. We must prepare our children. Just as a hunter, he would have that arrow, but he would prepare that arrow. He would make sure that that arrow was ready for whatever it was going to be used for. It had to be prepared and children must be prepared. May God help us to prepare our children for the things ahead. May God help us to prepare our children to find the will of God and to do God's will with their lives. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. We'll see many of you tonight at 7 o'clock for our prayer meeting and Bible study. And then tomorrow we'll be back in Psalm 127. God bless you. Have a great day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.